0: Hi yogis, welcome to the Common Ground Yoga podcast, where we talk with people in our very own community who are in the work about all things yoga, all things life, and how we can learn, grow, and thrive through our practice. Welcome everyone to the Common Ground Yoga podcast. We are in week three of our 2020 Fall Challenge. And so that means that once again, I have the profound honor of getting to spend my Sunday night with Kim Harrell and Ashley Martin. Hi ladies. Hey. Hi. Thanks again for spending your Sunday with me and for taking the time to um, to give this gift to our, our students, our listeners of, um, you know, possibility this week. So, let me take a moment to just kind of recap what we've talked about the last couple of weeks. So, we started off with with self compassion, which you know we really were just talking about how to be kind to ourselves no matter what, but especially uh, when we're in the midst of transformation or trying to do something in our lives that's different than what we have previously done. And, and then Kim gave us a wonderful um, deep dive into transformation last week. And we've all been working, uh, working through that as we've made our way through this week in creating heat in our life that helps us to transform our suffering or, or to transform what's no longer serving us. And, and really what you know, weeks one and two um, hopefully have done is created this really nice clean slate or at least the ability to, to work towards a clean slate that then kind of gives us this blank canvas for for what is possible. And that's what we're here this week to talk about with, with Ashley is embracing possibility. So um, I'm super excited about this week specifically because it can just be such a, transformative moment or time to really or when you really get into thinking about what's possible versus just kind of being in this kind of rote pattern um and I think a lot of us get that way whether it's our entire life gets that way for quite some time and it takes a while to wake up or maybe there's certain areas of life that feel a little um robotic, you know, kind of going through the motions. Um, but it's, it's so exciting when you kind of wake up and realize like, oh, you know, I'm ready to create something new. And so I'm so excited to see what Ashley, um, Ashley has to share with us this week. And, and I'll remind everyone, we kind of talked about this in week one, but um, I kind of threw out these, these week themes to you guys, and you chose the weeks that you wanted to do. So Ashley, what, what kind of drew you to possibility
1: Yeah, and embracing possibility? Yeah, I think that's a great place to start, Kelsey. So just going back to earlier this year, whenever I was in the heat of my teacher training and really starting to look at pieces of my life that I really wanted to transform, right? So I knew that I wasn't happy in the job that I was in and needed to make a change. And just some other things that had come up, things that I wanted to get started on and maybe had put on a back burner for whatever reason, for all the reasons. And in that season, I really felt um, just this drive to start looking at everything through that lens of transformation and through the lens of what are my core values? And where is my life lining up with those core values versus where is it feeling tension or friction? And when you take a step back and really say, okay, what do I want my life to be about? Way down the road. And you can get really clear about three or four different things that you just know are who you are and who authentically you want to be and long to be, it becomes easy to see the places that are just out of alignment. So I really went through this exercise kind of at the start of the pandemic and in the midst of my training of just what are my core values? And where am I out of line with that? Because there were definitely places that I was and okay, now that I see what those are and where I'm out of line, now what? Now what steps and what actions do I need to take to get that back in alignment so that quite honestly, I don't feel the tension that I was feeling in certain areas of my life, so that I don't feel the stress of, whatever, right? Something that's putting pressure on me that doesn't line up with who I am. Uh, And I felt so much power in that exercise. And then I actually, when I started a new job, went through that exercise kind of again with my new job and started to write a bucket list in the midst of that exercise. And it even peeled back another layer of, okay, these are the things that are important to me. This is what I wanna do that I'm not doing and then i started asking myself why am i not doing that and when you start to strip away the reasons for not doing something then what's possible
0: yeah that's that's awesome it's it's interesting that we really can at least in my life I guess I, I won't generalize and, and say this is everyone by any means but there definitely was a time in my life when I wasn't setting goals I wasn't really looking at um, you know I had general things that I wanted to do right as a as a young person in my early 20s I wanted to eventually get married I knew this I wanted to have a family I had this vision of kind of maybe what um, my job would look like or something, but I wasn't like setting goals and being intentional about that. And, and so I love that, um, you know, yoga really does give us this opportunity every time we get to our mat, if we choose to take it to, to set an intention and that, and that practice, you know, as a beginner yogi, um, you know, seems like, okay, I'm going to set an intention while I'm on my mat, or maybe even the instructor gave me an, it gives me an intention that I can set. Um, but then when you start to extrapolate that out into like, you know, what is your intention for your life, which sounds like just a huge, big question mark, but it, it would be, um, or it does, I've, cause I've been there in life where you just, it does, it feels like I haven't even thought about that, you know, in a long time and, and why not? And, and now that I'm ready to you know, what is possible, like you just said, so, um, yeah, and then it really is just, you know, listening to, as you kind of um, pointed to, or a little in your, when you were talking just a second ago, it really is about noticing, maybe use the word tension, or stress, or sometimes it's just like in the pit of your stomach, I know, um, like, when I first, the first job I had out of college was the very worst job for me in that I was terrible at it but the very best gift for me because it woke me up and I I had to say whoa like I went to school for this I I dreamed about this I got the wardrobe for this job (laughs) but now every time I get in my car on the way to work I'm like I'm like tears are coming down my face you know I don't want to go I don't want to step in that building like whoa And yeah. how many times could I have listened to, or felt, let myself feel the stress or the tension or the that pain in my gut that was telling me like, well, this this may be where somebody belongs, but it ain't you. <laughs> so well,
1: and it's so great yeah. that you had the tools to know that, right?
0: Well, because I didn't I at think- the time, but I got them.
1: <laughs> but you got them. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the important part. Yeah. Because I think so often yeah. we ignore those signs, right? And I I know I've done that in many areas of my life for extended periods. I'm sure we all have and can relate
0: in some way. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, can you talk about that a little bit more about like what does that feel like? Or because um, we we took the same training. Um, one yeah. of my 200-hour trainings is the same 200-hour training that you just just finished up, which is a Baptiste-based training. And um, for those of you who don't know Baptiste Yoga, um, I didn't either until I walked into that training, honestly. I stepped into it. And part, a big part of the, the training is possibility and speaking to possibility. And it wasn't until the very first time that I, I stepped in that class, which was for the training, as a trainee. And I took the class and I was like, whoa, what was that? Not the yoga, not the heat, not the, you know, poses. It was, what was was that talk? Because I left there feeling like I could conquer the world. (laughs) You could do anything, right? Yes, Yeah. Yeah, and they were just speaking to it and you don't realize exactly what they're doing. I mean, obviously, after you take the training or in the middle of it, you're like, oh, that's how they're doing it. But, you know, it, they really do call you to be at cause for what it is that you want in your life.
1: So good. Yeah.
0: So so what does that feel like, Ashley? You know, what does it feel like to be, um, to be in possibility for you?
1: Like being awake. I, I feel like I spent a lot of my life not living fully awake. And it wasn't that I wasn't being intentional. I had a yoga practice. I was making progress in my career, but there just were things that weren't lining up and maybe they were pretty big things, quite honestly. But fast forward, getting through that training, going through quite honestly and transparently quite a bit of therapy leading up to the training and through it because I needed it and helping me to start to see the pieces of myself that I had either hidden or just the places I wasn't showing up authentically. And I, I could, we could probably do a whole other th- Podcast on this, and maybe someday I'll be ready yeah. to do that. <laughs> Probably not today or anytime soon. But there were just so many areas in my life that I was not being really true to myself and really authentic. And whenever I became aware, and like you said about the wardrobe, I, I could, I could go on a whole other tangent with that and just the way that I wasn't being authentic and the clothes that I was wearing, and the why behind that. And it, it became just really clear to me and really important to me to start living my life in such a way that I was approaching all of the decisions that I was going to make to truly create the life that I want to have with this place of, okay, these are my core values and this either lines up with them or maybe it doesn't fully line up with them, but I understand where it's misaligning and I'm okay with that for this time. Because I think that's the other thing we have to like keep in perspective is it gets heavy if you start to be like, oh my word, my whole life needs to line up with these values or this mission or this vision, that, that gets intimidating. And I don't think that that's really a realistic place to come at this from but just that awareness of what do I wanna be about? What do I want my life to be about? How do I want people to remember me? Like, what do they want to know Ashley as? And when you start to step back and really, okay, I wanna be intentional. I wanna be purposeful about what I'm creating in, my social media and in my job, and with my coworkers, and in relationships, and all of it. And no, you're not going to do it perfectly. It's not going to ever be perfect because we're not perfect. We're humans. But people start to see who you really are. And maybe in some cases, for the first time, right? Because you've shown up and worn the mask to fit in with this group, right? You were on the team, so you wore the shirt and you fit in and that's who you were in that season, but maybe it wasn't really who you were. And so when you start to peel back those layers and show up more authentically in all areas of your life, there's so much more power because it's you, right? It's you that people are seeing, it's you showing up. It's not the you that, the coach told you you needed to be or that the boss told you you needed to be or that the even say yoga teacher told you you needed to be right it's really who you are and who you were created to be and who you've probably been since you were a small child I think that was the thing that really stuck out to me throughout that exercise and that piece of my training was so often we kind of veer off course from who we are, but if you take a step back and look at, okay, who was I really as a child before we had things that started to pile on, that's probably who you really were.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting that, you know, when I think about possibility, I guess my, my, the way I think about possibility now versus when I was in that training is a little different. And here's why. Um, when I first got pumped up on possibility in, in those classes and in that training, and, um, I thought of it as what big, what big things am I going to do? You know, what, what am I going to achieve? I took it instantly, of like <laughs> I took it instantly to achievement. Right. So I could, I could have not just one studio, I could have five studios and I could I could build a yoga, you know, empire or, you know, or maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's something with like a nonprofit that I need to do. Or, you know, these I just got, I, I, I projected it towards resulting, which I have a tendency to do. And it's it's more recently because that got me to a place of burnout too honestly burn out on possibility like I, I was I was feel feel felt like I was um you know withering down to my to almost nothing but I didn't have anything left to give because I was just you know reaching for the possibility and, and and also if I am honest to myself I guess it didn't I it didn't feel right once again almost like driving to that job I didn't like it was like okay well I think this is what the possibility is but if this isn't feeling good it's feeling like not authentic I guess like you said and yeah. then more recently I realized what's possible is being in flow being in true north
1: so that is so good yeah
0: that, that's what's it, it, it's not possibility like what am I gonna do or what's the result uh, outward result I guess is what I'm yeah. trying to say it's an inward it's an, it's like what's possible when what you what you feel, and what you do, how you feel inside and how you project outward is in alignment. And the power that comes with that, it doesn't mean that you have to use that power or that flow state to create some, you know, amazing thing physically, or do something, you know, uh, drastic with your life. It it can be, living in the possibility of just our everyday ordinary lives going around knowing that your insides match your outsides.
1: (laughs) No, I love that. that. I love how you say uh, what you said about being in flow, because that has been something that I've just really tried to get intentional about. And when you talk about, okay, how does that feel or how does it feel in your body? I think we all can probably relate to times where, We've had stress or friction or tension, be it in a relationship or in a job or in some area of our life that it was just really uncomfortable. But then also we've probably had areas where things, they're just working. They're just clicking. There's synergy there. There's energy there. Um, be it again in a job or in a relationship, there are people sometimes that we just click with and then others that we just don't. Right, And when we take a step back and say, okay, rather than like, trying to push or trying to make something happen here, or trying to control an outcome or a result, what if I just see what happens? What if I'm just available to what may happen here? And honestly, that's how I ended up in the job that I'm in. It was not something that I necessarily like pursued or was like, oh, that's gonna be a perfect job for me. It was just a, this is a great company. I'm looking for a new job, this might work. And I ended up getting offered the job and the longer that I've been there, the more I'm realizing the opportunity that's there for me to use even the tools I'm using here, right? For meditation and yoga and create something that I can take back to my work group because there's possibility there, because there's a foundation there that's going to allow that to happen. It's just become this like beautiful synergy that wasn't necessarily something that I like ran after or really wanted, but it just kind of happened. And it's turning into this like beautiful thing in this beautiful season that is not what I expected. And it's um, so wonderful to be in that moment and to feel like I am being in the flow of that and just letting it turn into whatever it's going to turn into and not necessarily holding on to the results of what that may be.
0: Yeah. Showing up as yourself and letting the possibility unfold. Yeah, that's awesome um Miss Kim I would love to hear we've kind of talked about a lot already but I would love to hear if kind of of a time when maybe you realized or woke up and realized maybe we've been in, you've been asleep at the wheel for some time in some part of your life and so what was that thing that woke you up maybe and 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 what was it that kind of helped you to transform that um that pattern into something new something what's possible
2: um well first of all um, i just want to say the word possibility that's a big word and it can mean different things to different people and so um it can mean the unknown and some people will think the word possibility is a very scary thing because they always wanna know the outcome of everything. And so I think of the word possibility as hope, something that can happen, something that um, is attainable. But sometimes you just have to like switch that lens around. If you are somebody that's afraid of that word or afraid to move into something that they want to attain because it's unknown what the outcome is going to be. So with that to be said, I've always looked at the word possibility in a positive light and something that can happen, and something that will happen with the right actions or the right feelings about a topic or a subject. Or, And it would be me to have to move myself toward that goal. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me, um, I guess maybe getting myself to actually become a yoga teacher, because as you and I have had long conversations about, it took me a long time to actually say I was ready to commit to that journey. So I always knew it was possible, but I was sort of stalled on the steps that I needed to take with my internal dialogue and what was going on with me personally to actually make the leap. And looking back on it, I'm not sorry that it took me as long as it took because my life was busy. I was raising kids. I you know, had a busy job. And so I kept saying, oh, I really just have to get to this goal. But in here, I wasn't ready to really commit to it the way I wanted to. So I knew the possibility was there, but again, it was sort of like, okay, it's out there, but it's unknown because I'm not ready to make that leap, to take the steps I need to take to make it possible. Does that make sense?
1: There's yes. so much wisdom in that Kim, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Miss
0: Kim, Kim is always there with the wisdom. Let me tell you.
2: <laughs> it
0: comes with the age.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were you gonna say something else? I'm sorry if I interrupted you. No, you- no, that's great. Um, I think. What was I going to say? Well, Kim, I anyway. was going to say I was going to mention that, you know, from those conversations that we've had together. Um, yes, I think you're exactly right. Um, it's knowing what's possible, but, but also kind of waiting for the right time um, and kind of getting getting things in order. And, and I love yes. that you did, you did that.
2: That was what I was going to say. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: You, you, just, you
2: just reminded me. Um, yes, it was sort of like Ashley was saying, like I had to align with my true north and what was important to me at the time, which was being true to myself and being a nurse and a mother and a wife and all of that. And then getting to the point where I felt like I could make this journey because I had the time for me to make that journey Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely and-, and I'm I'm glad you said that because what I wanted to say was that from the conversations that we had is that you gave yourself a per- permission a long time ago to to do this awesome big thing for yourself but you also gave it the the weight it deserved by the weight I mean um, as a measure of like how big it was, but you gave it the weight by waiting until you had the time to really put all of your time and energy into your whole self into it. And I will also yeah. say you, you did it as soon as you could really, I mean, you got both girls to, to miss Kim, Kim has two beautiful daughters. She got them both off to college and then she, that was probably in August and by October, we were talking about teacher training. So I think, you know, you stepped into that possibility as fast as you could.
2: <laughs> yeah. It be, I, I guess it, because it had been something that I had been wanting to accomplish. I knew that the possibility was always there and it just needed to be the right time for me. I had to be aligned with what was right for me and to have done it years before that, I don't know if it would have been right for me. I could have done it easily, but it wasn't the right time for me. So would it have been the right thing to do if I was following my true alignment and my true north of integrity to myself and to my family and to my nursing job, I don't know if it would have been the right thing to do. So like you said, waiting for that possibility was the best thing I ever did.
0: Yes, and, and so, so this brings, yes, I love what Kim's saying there. And um, Ashley, I'm gonna have you kind of clear clear this up for us a little bit and can you and then I want to circle back to what Kim was just saying Ashley can you talk to a a little bit to what we mean when we say like standing in in our true north yeah absolutely so your
1: true north like in your physical body would be standing in mountain pose it is mountain pose in its truest form so feet Firmly planted, firmly rooted in the ground, engaged from your feet all the way through the crown of your head, and just standing truly with that intention with um, your posture fully in alignment. So that's what it means in the physical body when we talk about it more in this, um, I guess, spiritual context or uh, not so physical, a little more- um,
0: Values.
1: Yeah, when you talk about values relating to your true north, we're talking more about what are your core values? Like at your core of who you are as a person, what are the things that you don't want to violate? And for me, the easy one, the one that comes first is always love. I want to stand in love, in my relationships with people, in my job. Am I always going to love everything about my job? No, but but that's what I want to be coming for, for me in every area of my life. And things that violate love for me really cause friction, uh, especially in relationships. When relationships violate love through criticism or abuse in any form, I, I can't handle it very well. And th- that becomes a, like, you just an absolute no for me as a person because I can't function um, at my highest intention of myself if that is violated. So that for me is, is the easy one. And then there are others that kind of fall in line, but it really comes down to those things in your life that just, what are those deep longings? If you're going to sit quietly with yourself in meditation, what do you really want? And I think we all could probably pretty easily come up with two or three of those. And how do they fit in? to your life and how are you seeing them be it in your relationships or your job or where you live even right because if you're the type of person who needs to be outdoors and have adventure and you're not living in a place that aligns with that that's going to cause friction for you or if you're a person who likes cold weather and you're living in the south part of florida that's probably not going to be a good fit and there's going to be friction in that so it it really comes down to those things that are just who you are deep inside of you. That's your true North. That's your core values. That's you could say your mission or your vision or your inner voice. There are so many words that people use to describe that.
0: Yeah. So standing in your true North means standing for what you in who you, what you believe in, and in, in who you are, and yeah. so yes, and so I, you know, our, both of the stories that we shared, Ashley, uh, were kind of of having to like make a drastic change, like waking up and realizing, okay, I need to leave the job I'm in, or I need to relieve the relationship I'm in, or I need to do something kind of drastic, and that's that's all well and good, and that's sometimes maybe what people think of when they think of you know, moving into possibility is some big change that has to happen. But I love Kim's example because she was standing in her true north the whole time she was waiting to be able to do that teacher training, right? So just because you you can't right now in this moment um, do what is possible, you can still live in that possibility, if that makes sense. So you can stand in your true north and, and, and still be at your job um that you know you doesn't maybe quite feel aligned or you can um take on a role of a mother or whatever you know be in that role and let that be kind of who you are in that time but you do it from true north so Absolutely. I just want to, yeah, mm-hmm. so it, I, I think that's important for people to realize because a lot of people are like, well, I'd love to leave my job, but I need a paycheck and, you know, I need to do Absolutely. this. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: and that, that is so important. And I,
0: yeah, I love Kim's story.
1: And I think um, for our challengers, as you start to go through the journaling questions this week, keep that in mind, because there may be like really Specific things that you don't like but what if you're like in awareness of what's keeping that from happening or what's keeping you from creating that and then you're setting a plan like Kim did of I'm going to pursue this at the right time for me sometimes that truly is your true north and there may be a length of time between when you start and when you get there I have a Story kind of similar to Kim's when it comes to my yoga teacher training because I really wanted to get certified probably five plus years before I actually did. And I'm so thankful that that didn't work out. The timing just never worked because I would have done a very different type of training than the one that I did. And I am so grateful that I got to go through the Baptiste inspired training because that 200 hour was way more powerful and way more impactful than the training that I had looked at five years prior.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so just knowing that you can take whatever situation you're in and, and still be in that true north. Um, yeah, like, for instance, if you're, if you're sitting at a job that doesn't necessarily align, why is that? you know, what core value is it, is it rubbing up against? I know I've been in a situation in a work environment where I didn't, it didn't feel good. And what about it? What about it? When I, when I reflected on it, that didn't feel good was actually that I'd kind of started to be really good friends with somebody in the office, but that friendship was kind of based on kind of talking down about our jobs or kind of being in com- uh, having a camar- camaraderie about like how much we didn't like the office and and then it kind of got into icky stuff like kind of making jokes and and, and it just didn't feel good it was it, it was not the job that was rubbing ag- up against my core values it was that relationship in mm-hmm. the kind of way that we had kind of isolated ourselves and kind of created this almost like negativity um, and we were thriving off of each other's negativity. And I, it was tough because I had to really stay in the job, but d- make that adjustment and realign and, and have a really kind of difficult conversation about how I just wasn't feeling good about, you know, where things were going. And I, and, it, and yeah, and, and, and a few other things had to happen, but taking note of that and even just practicing, stepping into that possibility and that on- authenticity even if it's practicing in a place where you don't think you'll ultimately remain, once you really step into it, does that make sense? Am I, sometimes I feel like I'm rambling.
2: No, I, I think I think, I think that cool. makes I think that makes perfect sense because you know, as you were saying, you weren't really happy with, with what you were doing, but you got a comrade in your suffering. And so yeah. that boosted you up a little bit because you were validated in how you f- how you were feeling negatively about the situation but you were staying because you had someone to kind of, you know, banter back and forth with about how terrible this was for everyone. So that yeah. kept you staying because, you know, somewhere deep down inside we all you know, get boosted up with human contact, even if it's not always positive kind. It's still sort of a booster because you have somebody that's on your side.
0: Yeah, it was the um, and that was actually the book, The Four Agreements that kind of woke me up to that within that job, which if you haven't read The Four Agreements, um, it is a book that will definitely um, move you towards true north and and um,
2: yes, it
0: helps to check you.
2: I've read that book, and because you introduced it to me, oh, and so I I read that book, and it was a fantastic book. So if any of our challengers are interested in reading a fantastic book, the Four Agreements by Don Miguel, Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz, yeah, um, it's it's a, it's a game changer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I think the the, the agreement that I'm discussed that I realized that I was breaking, which is actually a very, it ended up being a core value of mine, or it resurfaced as a core value, which, which is be impeccable with your word. And actually you talk about that a little bit in your email this week, which is what, watch what you're saying, because our words have power. And so I know that's one of your big tips for, um, being in, Uh, assisting in creating possibilities. So do you want to talk about that a little bit, the power of words and asking for what you want? (laughs) Yeah,
1: I absolutely do. I think it's so important, right, when we're setting intentions about what we want to have happen or what we want to be about in all areas of our life, but I think, too, like that we... We can talk about the positive and we can talk about the intention and we can talk about being impeccable, but the other side of that is just that negativity, like you were just alluding to Kelsey. And I think it's so important for us to not like dismiss that sometimes it's so easy or so maybe even natural for people to fall into those negative habits, those negative mindsets or those limiting beliefs of I can't do this. And they can fill in the blank with any of the reasons that they can't make that happen or they can't be whatever, fill in the blank. And it is it takes a rigorous intention to shift from that, just limiting self-belief of I can't to I can actually. And what is possible when you just shift that one word from cannot to can and you start to believe in yourself in that moment right you start to believe that I can have a job that I love I'm not necessarily stuck in this place that I've been and I don't have to stay here for the rest of my life or I can go back to school I'm not too old Or I can go be a yoga teacher if I want. Or whatever it is for you. Just taking a moment to shift that language from I can't to I can, can create so much power
0: in any area of your life. Absolutely. And in putting it out there, what you want. And so, in as many words as, you know, I want this you will never get what you don't ask for, right?
1: So true, uh-huh. so true. I think it's so important for us to start making declarations, right? For I want to see this happen, or I want to create this, or I want to be about this. Whatever that is, Fill in the blank. Everybody's got things that they want. And I, I will say for me, I, my my waking up season really probably started a year and a half before I went to my teacher training when I was having a conversation with a coworker and I, it just kind of hit me. My daughter was about one at the time. And I said, there are three things I want to do in the next five years or something. But it, I realized when that moment, when I spoke that, that I hadn't been taking any action on those things. They weren't new things. They just were things I hadn't been taking action on and taking that moment to like, oh, I really do want to do those things and I need to start moving towards those. And what's it gonna take for me to move purpose? And I didn't do it immediately, but now I've moved toward two of them. So it, it's sometimes just taking a moment to envision, where do you wanna be in 10 years? What does that look like? And thinking about it in all of your senses, right? And imagining yourself there, And then, okay, what do I need to do to get there? You start with the end and then you start working backwards. And then you can take little steps day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. And eventually you'll get there. But if you don't ever take the time to really think about where you want to be,
0: you may never set that plan in motion. Yeah, Or who you want to be in that place. So again, yeah. I just want to reiterate that sometimes it's not actually like an outward change that has to happen. It's an inward change. So the transformation can occur and the possibility can lie in changing your mindset. and so that you might even just remain in um, where you are, yet everything can have changed because you changed you you did the internal work. Right? So we moved from negativity to positivity. We moved wow. from fear to love. We moved from scarcity to abundance. And yet we're, you know, we're still in the same job or the same relationship or, you know, the same season of life, but we're now viewing it from this, from a different lens, a lens of possibility, a lens of um, expecting miracles, right? I love the Mark Twain, uh, not Mark Twain, um, Albert Einstein quote that is um, There are two ways to live your life as if there are no miracles or as if everything is a miracle and when you switch that mindset it is it's incredible kind of the kinetic energy that comes out of that i don't know if that's the right word or not but it's like it just Mm -hmm. builds and builds and builds and then everything seems uh seems to change even if you're still in the same house in the same town in the same job in the same relationship It
1: mm-hmm.
0: all comes down to our mindset, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I think that we've given. Um, I think this week I love where it's gone in that we kind of gave uh, some of our moments of of reckoning, of of waking up, or feeling that uh, sensation of possibility or energy of possibility. I guess is even a better word. It, it's it's an energetic thing. You can feel it um, when it comes in and and being in that flow state as we talked. So hopefully, you know, our stories can, can maybe help our listeners, uh, think about where they are in their season of life. And if you feel that energy, and if you don't, it doesn't mean you have to, to wave the white flag or do something crazy, but it just might mean, what can I do to bring that, that sensation back into, into my life. And, and we've talked about all three of Ashley's tips for assisting creating possibility. Um, but they are check your beliefs. So check what you're telling yourself, what you're thinking, what maybe is conditioning and what uh, what has been what you've been thought been thinking for so long that it now becomes a pattern or belief. Um, and then be mindful of your intentions, right? Make an intentional shift. And be mindful of that and align our intent your intentions with your actions and your core values and and when you do that uh, when you start emanating from the inside out uh, a lot of things in your life will start to shift and and you'll move into that possibility state and, and it might mean that some people that you were friends with for a long time you might have to shift that. You might you might find a, a different group of people that then kind of you feel more attracted to or aligned to, and it might mean that that in your job something kind of out of the blue comes up, and and it feels like it's the right time to take that opportunity, or um, maybe another job comes along that that aligns really well, or in your relationship it might open up a whole new opportunity to go. Um, deeper into to that person and and deeper into your relationship with that person it doesn't necessarily have to be a totally different relationship so it's just it's just interesting when we when we come into that energy and stand in our true north what can what can happen and what's possible
2: yes it's a it's an awesome
0: thing so so go forth and do the work. Is that the message? I think so. <laughs> if not you, who? If not now, when? If not here, where? Right? Yes. Yes. The time is now. So. Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for being with me again today. And um, I'll be... I'll be working on the next challenge so that I can call you guys up and say, um, "Hey, can we meet again next Saturday, Sunday, to talk <laughs> yoga and life?" And and we'll we'll be right there alongside you, Kathy. Yeah. Anytime.
2: So- it's been a great experience.
0: Good. Good. Well, and to all of our challengers and all of our listeners, um, you know, especially when you put these three podcasts together—the self-compassion, transformation, and this podcast—have been embracing possibility, um, know that this is a cycle that will repeat over and over and over again. So, um, come back to it, um, whenever you need it, whenever, whatever the situation is and, and reach out if we can be of any help. Thank you guys. Namaste. Namaste.
2: Namaste. Namaste.